I wish I could put my fist through this whole lousy beautiful town. Hello, and welcome to episode 35 of Lousy Beautiful Town, where we like to scream about Star Wars and put our fists through things. I'm your host, Abby, and I'm joined by your other lovely host, GF. Hello, and welcome to Fuck You. <laughs> That's what I wrote in the show notes. <laughs> we are quarantined. Uh, we still- are drinking alcohol. And we are ready to fight. Yeah. I just found out that I am officially working from home, possibly through the middle of June. Wow. (sighs) And I kind of had a little bit of a breakdown today. So (laughs) that's that's, that's where I'm at. (laughs) That is fair. That is big fair. Yeah. I I have no idea when we're going to stop working from home. Yeah. I doubt that airplane. No. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I'm drinking whiskey. Mm, Japanese whiskey. Yes. uh, It is Suntory whiskey. It is delicious. Mm. Um, We impulse bought. Well, no, we decided we wanted more whiskey because all we had was Jack Daniels. I'm going to the Japanese market later this week. So you need to send me a picture of it so I can see if it's there. Yeah, I will. (laughs) I want to try it. But yeah, we kind of impulse bought it when we were at Meijer getting groceries. So Mm, yeah, we bought a lot of alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, I bought that. A- we got beer, we got a case of Truly, and then we also, it was our uncle's birthday, so we got him a thing of uh, Johnny Walker Double Black. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. <laughs> I got a 24-pack of uh, beer that is still in the garage. I forgot to put in the fridge. <laughs> and then I got a, uh, I think it's a 16-pack of White Claws, Mango White Claws, or maybe it's 12 or 20. I can't remember how many there are. It's a big box. And then I got a six pack of big boy Modelo micheladas and I'm, mm. I currently have two of them in front of me and I meant to buy rum, but I forgot because <laughs> I was going to make pina coladas as well. <laughs> 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 but Japanese beer, white claws, micheladas and uh, pina coladas, very, very eclectic spread yeah. tonight. But um, yeah. I forgot the rum and Billy, I asked Billy to get it for me and he is not home so i am not having pina coladas where the fuck is he i have no idea he's probably working or oh. he's running away on his motorcycle i don't know oh, okay, fair. <laughs> like, uh, things are locked down where is he he's playing yeah. chess with his old men friends yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh by the way um if you're a patreon you'll understand but i got in trouble because one of my friends who is a patron told on me saying that I was complaining about Billy playing video games on oh. our Patreon episode. <laughs> so he's like, you got caught. Um, was it Justin? Care. Yes, it was Justin. Justin, Justin fuck you. <laughs> Thanks for the Thank sticks, for but the fuck stickers. you. Yeah, and I appreciated your card. It had pizza on it. Yeah, I got a pizza card and too. <laughs> yes, I am the Yoda hater, but I would die for baby Yoda, so don't worry mm, about it. Yes. Um, yes. But what the fuck, Justin? <laughs> Next thing you know, he's like going to add Chris on Twitter and be like, hey, Chris, Abby was bitching about you. And I know. <laughs> That's what you have to look forward to if you become a patron on our Patreon is we just bitch about our partners for an hour and you pay for it. <laughs> oh, God. We also talk about the TSA, mm-hmm. um, Asian parents <laughs> versus white parent discipline. And oh, what else I did we to- talk about? Uh, 9-11. Uh, <laughs> Traveling with Cinnabon. Weed. <laughs> and Cinnabon. And musical theater. 
Oh, yeah. Musical theater. Um, I was going to bring up because after that conversation, I went and told Chris about our conversation about uh, Asian parenting versus white parenting. And I was like, uh, whenever Jess left a light switch on, she had to pay her dad a dollar. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, but see, that implies that she got allowance. I didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did get allowance. <laughs> yeah, well. I had one white parent, okay? Yeah, <laughs> that was that's a what I reminded him of. I'm like, she had one white parent. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, so that's that's our Patreon content if you're uh, yeah. interested. But <laughs> let us get into the Star Wars. We actually have a decent amount of Star Wars to talk about today because mm-hmm. there has been some news, which is mm-hmm. exciting. It's mm-hmm. kind of been a drought lately. And then um, we have evidenced by we have not recorded an episode in a very long time. <laughs> no, and <laughs> really about Star Wars. So yeah, hey, we talked about Lego Star Wars. Oh, that's, that's true. That, that came out how many years ago? Like, I, shut up. We're bringing it, out the it, old content. It's a fucking classic. It's great. Absolutely. Highly then, recommended. Like, 10 like out of everybody 10. Everybody and their mother is talking about it now. So, I you know, know, my impact. I love how Liz and uh, Lizzie and Ash watched it for their podcast. Why am I watching this? Like, yes. the, the same week, I think, yes. that we recorded. I was like, oh. everybody needs to listen to Why Am I Watching This? They are phenomenal. Yeah, they are. Especially the era of VeggieTales episode. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, we have some news, and then we are going to talk about Clone War today. We're going to talk about the Bad Batch arc, and then the uh, Martez sisters arc, and we're going to save uh, Siege of Mandalore for its own episode, or episodes, if it comes mm. to that. I'm thinking it's going to be episodes. Yeah. Because I think, I think so that we could do um, an episode for the first parts, first two parts alone, and then mm-hmm. part three and part four. Uh, as we are recording this, only part one and part two are out. It is Tuesday, and then we will have our hearts shattered on Friday. Yeah. And I think the episode is called Shattered. Oh, great. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, oh, my God. I'm so glad I have Friday off and Chris won't be home <laughs> so I can cry all I want. <laughs> Dude, I was crying like the entire episode, the last two episodes. I, I like started like the title thing just came up and I was like, oh, God. And Billy's like, are your eyes wet already? I'm like, yes, this is there's a lot at stake here, even though I know what's going to happen. I'm like, <laughs> Shut up, Billy. Go play chess with some old men. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. He was crying to you. So. <laughs> fucker um so yeah let's let's hop into the news so the entirety of the skywalker saga which like they made this like into a big thing when really it's just the rise of skywalker is coming to disney plus um but the entirety of the skywalker saga marketing disney plus on may the 4th um but do not use the hashtag hashtag may the fourth with the number four th because then disney owns the right to your soul Yeah, basically Um, they want to use whatever people are tweeting mm -hmm. for some corporate purpose. They're probably going to post shit, so they don't want inappropriate things. (laughs) Yeah, and they're like, we have a right to, like, your account and your tweet Uh, using this hashtag. And we were all like, uh, (laughs) no. We just show show your corporate ass, Disney. Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. This is not the time to do that. (laughs) Well, and then they clarified like, oh, no, it only if you use the hashtag and you tag at Disney Plus. And it's like, "Mm -hmm, okay, Bubba. Yeah. Like, (laughs) fuck you. You know that May the 4th was a thing way before Disney owned Star Wars, right? Yeah. Like, is a is a fan thing. You can't steal it. (laughs) Yeah. It's like trying to like put like a copyright patent 
whatever intellectual property thing on Dia de los Muertos for Coco. Like, you can't do that. (laughs) I forgot when they tried to do that. Yeah. (laughs) They're fucking shady, man. They're the fucking worst. Yeah. Go on, Chuck. You can get on the bed. Go on. Sorry, I have the dog in here, and uh, I now have an office in my bedroom. Mm. So, yes, I'm trying to get I have the cats in here. And I heard them earlier. Yeah, they're meowing. Meowing. So that's that. Um, The Cassian show, uh, Untitled Cassian show, has casted new people. Uh, Genevieve O'Reilly will again be uh, reviving her role as Mon Mothma. I wonder, like, her thought process in this whole situation of, like, went from being completely cut from uh-huh. <laughs> Revenge of the Sith to now she's, like, going to be Mon Mothma forever. <laughs> like, yeah. every every couple years she gets recast as Mon Mothma. Yeah. <laughs> I have no qualms. What a trick, I mean, like, you, you know, like, <laughs> we have our issues with Mon Mothma, but at the end of the day, I do really like Genevieve O'Reilly as Mon yeah. Mothma. Yeah, um, I'm hoping that this means that maybe we'll get some Jimmy Smiths as Bail Organa. Oh, my God. Um, have to come on man give my soul for that so i need more bail organa in my life especially because uh the release of the in the heights movie got pushed back another year and so i need my jimmy smith's content (laughs) my jimmy smith's dad content okay maybe he can sing in this one too that'd be nice i wonder if they will end up doing like a young leia because i fucking love that she that would be weird because it would essentially be recasting young Carrie Fisher because she's like 19, right? Yeah. At this point. Yeah. But like young Leia, like in the Senate. <laughs> I saw somebody With be like, it'd be, it'd be a really good idea for an animated show. Yeah. I'd be into yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But then I, I need Diego Luna. That's so true. Mm, I need him to t- touch the Jabba. <laughs> Let him touch Jabba. Let him discover the texture. Um, so in addition to Genevieve O'Reilly, we also have Denise Goch, I think. I don't know. And Kyle Soler. And then also Stellan Skarsgård, who plays Bill in Mamma Mia, among other things. But that's his most important role. Oh. So he will be uh, joining as well. Oh, no. Someone's pooping. No. <laughs> no. What? The cat box is in the office and there's a cat oh, in it and uh, it's stinky. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I, I, like, I thought the cat was just like shitting on the floor. I'm like, no. Oh, my God. Oh, meowie. Meowie cat. Um, very interesting that these are all white, white, white. White, pe- white people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> white, 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 white. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, someone was the- joking. I think it was Kate um, Sanchez was saying, like, are, is Diego Luna going to be the only person of color in the Cassian show? Like, is everybody else going to be white? Like, what the hell? Yep. Though the addition of Stellan Skarsgård, I don't even know if I'm saying his name right, and I don't really care, um, it can mean that there will be musical episodes. Oh, my God. Because we know that Diego Luna can sing. Yes. Hence, um, the Book of Life, yes. and um, Stellan's uh, titular role of Bill in Mamma Mia, which then we bring in Jimmy Smith's 
mm-hmm. who is in In the Heights. We have mm-hmm. a musical episode. Every every show needs a cheesy musical episode. Can we get a musical episode of The Mandalorian? Oh my god. Ash, write it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, write it. Uh, but speaking of writing things, Tony Gilroy, who co- co-wrote Rogue One, is going to be writing, directing, and serving as a showrunner for the show as well. Which I'm happy about because we all know that we love Rogue One, but also we get someone new <laughs> and someone woman. <laughs> someone woman. <laughs> well, Maybe we do get someone woman. <laughs> we do get someone woman for the new Dr. Afra audio drama. We do. By Sarah Coon, uh, available on July 21st. Oh my God. My friend Sarah, I'm so proud. It's so crazy how like, like these authors just keep this shit locked down. Like I know like they would absolutely, it's not worth it to spill before they're allowed to, but I'm just like, you had this going on and you didn't say anything. (laughs) 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 I'm really stoked for this. I did not listen to the Dooku audio drama. I didn't give a shit. Um, but I will listen to the fuck out of this one because I yeah. love Afra and two. Oh my god, we're finally getting a woman to write Afra. Yeah, and Sarah is a fantastic author. I have read, I think, almost everything she's written. She also did a like they're calling it like a YA comic for Batgirl for Cassandra Kane as mm. well. Um, that's also really cute and really good. And she just like, man, she's half Japanese, so mm-hmm. like. I don't know. It's it's perfect. Like, yeah, very very good. I'm very excited. I'm excited. Are you going to start reading the comics? Oh yeah, yeah. Yay! I want to interview Sarah when this comes out, so <gasps> I need to read so I know what what I'm doing. <laughs> I want to try and get her on here. Yeah, if we can. So we can have things. Yeah. Wow, like a real podcast. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Um, the Mandalorian is getting a documentary series uh, called Disney Calorie: The Mandalorian. So I'm wondering if this is going to be a thing where they start doing behind the scenes stuff, uh, documentaries for their um, exclusive for content shows, or for everything. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. so. I miss that. I miss yeah. that so much. Yeah, like... I'm really excited for this. <laughs> yeah. So it's behind the scenes documentary about Mandalorian. In the creation of it, and it airs May the fourth. But don't say that, otherwise Disney is going to come and snipe you. <laughs> and there's going to be eight episodes. I'm assuming they're going to release like they usually do, so one episode at a time. Um, though I wouldn't mind if this one were one to binge because it's behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, they might because it is a different, yeah, thing. I hope so. Yeah. So, but May the 4th is also, oh, Disney's coming to kill me, uh, <laughs> is also the last Clone Wars episode airing, I think, right? Yeah. Yep. So we can cry and then go watch Mando. And then cry more. And cry more. Yeah. <laughs> and go, oh, baby. <laughs> baby. I would like to see the baby. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's all of our news, I think. I think, yeah. That's quite a bit, actually, yeah. for no one being able to do anything right now. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> no one's making art. <laughs> like, yeah. I, am, I am impressed. 
So, I mean, like, that's the first, like, bit of actual news we've gotten to talk about in week. Yeah. I think since Project Luminous shit. Well, we had stuff that dropped last time we recorded, too. It was just, like, more more info, but. Yeah, it was, like, random bits of information that we were like, all right, and let's move on. And the Jesus Twi'lek and. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The last <laughs> That's the only like, thing I remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the last thing, the last kind of time we had, you know, decent news was High Republic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is exciting. Mm-hmm. I just spilled on my computer. No. No. Must. Don't waste eat. the whiskey. <laughs> Fuck the computer. <laughs> just kidding. Okay, I used my shirt to clean it. We're all good. It was only a little bit. All right. You ready to put your fists through something? Oh, my God. We haven't put our fists through something like this in a while. So All the way through. Oh, all the way through. Um, so if you're not on Star Wars Twitter, uh, you probably aren't aware of this. Um, and you shouldn't start, Justin. really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just don't. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Um, if you are on Star Wars Twitter, you know what the fuck about this. Uh, so... We have always been, uh, we've never been shy about dropping people's names uh, and being very explicit in who we are talking about is shitty. And so today we're going to talk about uh, how much we fucking hate Jason Ward. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this past week, um, a a couple of people actually, after the initial uh, thread uh, coming out about how he was he's always been like oh i'll swap behind the scenes stuff for like i don't know inappropriate things <laughs> yeah anything really yeah <laughs> yeah um he, he was interacting very inappropriately with a 20 year old girl yeah um and i don't know how old jason is but he is not 20 and encouraging he's an underage girl. 40s i believe yeah encouraging an (laughs) underage girl to continue drinking and then carrying on a sexual conversation with her uh, when she was drunk and you know she's fucking drunk making her very uncomfortable and um yeah (laughs) and then his apology was like "Mm, sorry i assumed that this girl who'd already been married and divorced and lived in different countries like wasn't 20 years old i'm like ew what is wrong with you yeah um, but uh, Jason Ward continues to show his ass time yeah. and time and time and time and time again. Yeah, and a lot of us have been very vocal about it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, especially <laughs> after the whole situation where he went after our friends and yeah. then fucking threw them under the bus on uh, Ethan Van Scriver's stupid show. Yeah, and then when we called him out about that, he continued to go on his show like for like three more times so uh stop fucking following him yeah because it's really fucking apparent that y'all can't and i know a lot of our listeners like this doesn't apply to you but it's really (laughs) fucking apparent when people care more about uh spoilers and clout and content than women the yeah. many, many, many women who have come forward and said that Jason has said or done things that have made them uncomfortable. 
Um, And he has a history of very poor apologies and not giving a shit and thinking that he is an ultimate ally because he can say the right words, but not in the right context. Um, He's a gaslighting piece of shit. He is very much so a (laughs) gaslighting piece of shit. So uh, if you are still following him or connected to him, I don't want to talk to you no more. Yeah. I think you've been given enough chances to see the type of person he really is. And I mean, this is, I was involved with making Star Wars. Like I was on a podcast with his now (laughs) ex-wife. Like, um, and he's always been like this, but there was always that power dynamic Mm -hmm. and he's completely lost that power over. I mean, he didn't have that power over a lot of people to begin with, but He's he needs to lose that power over people because 20 year old women on Twitter shouldn't feel uncomfortable about being open about this or confronting him about how he's behaving because Mm -hmm. they feel like their reputation might be at stake. Mm -hmm. That shows that there's a power dynamic and that's why his apology was complete bullshit, because if they were on equal ground and if they were, quote, both adults is. But I've been seeing people say in the fucking comments, which why would I do? Why would I look? Why would I look? Yeah, but yeah, I did. I, <laughs> <laughs> I ate a lot of sugar yesterday. Anyway, that just shows you right there that that it was it was completely inappropriate. And he knew it. He fucking knew it. He asked her he to delete it. the DMs like mm-hmm. and yeah. um this is this isn't the only person like there's there are multiple situations like this and mm-hmm. obviously we're not going to name who like no. if you're that interested you can go and search the internet i'm sure you can just search jason ward on twitter and it will come up because mm-hmm. everybody is like throwing like dragging him right now which is making me so happy but mm-hmm. yeah he's he's always been like this and mm-hmm. his him being able to lord influence and um i don't know i don't even know what to call ego like mm-hmm. like the fact that i know something you don't because like i'm a shitty person and i got these people to like risk their jobs to give me information about a movie that's coming out <laughs> like mm-hmm. and i'm a scumbag about it like that makes me you know better than you for some reason and i don't know a lot of people like went to him for information on that kind of stuff. And, and I get it, you know, it's like, I think, um, I know I've talked a lot about this with Kate from book wars pod. And I think we've talked about it as well, but it's like, like, like proven that knowing about spoilers before going into a situation can sometimes make, or most of the time makes like a piece of fiction more enjoyable. Mm. And so I know a lot of people that like would never be associated with Jason Ward, like ever. But mm-hmm. would go to his website because they wanted to know spoilers. And for the most part, he was right on a lot of them. Mm-hmm. It's to the point where it's like, oh, my God, there's so many cats on my desk right now. <laughs> like, you have two. I feel like there's like 10. <laughs> like everybody's staring at me. <laughs> like, what do you guys want? <laughs> They're like, we want to listen to the tea. Um, <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, but it's at the point where there's like so many other people that that get scoops. Like mm-hmm. I'm thinking of Jordan Mason. Like mm-hmm. he has a lot of sources um, and he leaks stuff like appropriately. He's not yeah. shitty about it. Yeah. I'm thinking like um, I know Slimo at Slimo is really good about like um, 
kind of tweeting out about like all the news coverage and stuff like that. Like, so there's accounts out there that you can follow and people that are not shitty. If you want to know like deeper information other than what's on starwars.com. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But there's a very clear pattern of Jason approaching younger women in the fandom, especially newer, younger women. Mm-hmm. because there's more likely of a chance that they don't know about his history. Um, and I can attest to, I did not get anything remotely like some of these other girls did, but there were, when I was very new to the fandom, there were times when he was like, hey, you should come on our podcast. Hey, like you should do this and the other thing, or you should retweet this or check this out. And it's just like, um, okay. And you know, as a new person in the fandom, you're like, holy shit, this verified person in the fandom is talking to me and you get excited because I'll be honest. Like when I first joined the star Wars Twitter fandom, I wanted clout too. Yeah. Like it feels good to get attention, but, uh, there's a very clear pattern of him doing that with younger women in the fandom. Um, even younger women who are like, hey i'm in my 20s (laughs) like i've never shut the fuck up about the fact that i'm younger than most of you (laughs) yeah because it makes me feel funny when you're like i'm so old um (laughs) but whatever you act old (laughs) thanks (laughs) um i'm an old woman (laughs) but yeah there's a clear pattern and it's gross so um textbook like abusive language like just ugh, makes my skin crawl. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, fuck Jason Ward. That is the official statement of Lousy Beautiful Town. Yeah, <laughs> fuck Jason Ward. If you're associated with him, I went through and unfollowed a lot of people that I used to consider friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of these people have not spoken to me since Rebel Girl ended, and that's mm-hmm. very hurtful. Yep. Um. So if you're listening. I want you to know that <laughs> and <laughs> that I unfo- you. if you notice that I unfollowed you, this is why, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. because you're still associated with him or if you're still associated with steel, yeah. uh, I can't anymore. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You can't with that whole group of people. Yeah. Too much. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, that felt nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I'm almost done with my whiskey. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, I did put a little bit of ice in it because I am a baby. So it was a tiny bit Sometimes, watered Sometimes, like, a little bit of ice or, or, like, a splash of water, like, brings out some notes. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't, you're I don't right. fucking know about anything. Notes <laughs> of... Just, just repeating what I've seen. What I've notes heard. of uh, Japan, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what not to worry. I do like? Know, I don't... <laughs> Salt, Um, (laughs) sea salt. I don't know. That's what I think of when I think of Japan. Salty food. But not to worry. I do have a truly on standby, so I will continue drinking. (laughs) So, you want to talk about Clone Wars? Yes. Uh, So, like we said at the beginning of the episode, we are going to go over the Bad Batch arc and the Martez sisters arc in this episode. If you have not watched and you do not want spoilers, this is the time where you turn off the pod, and we will see you. Whenever you catch up with the Clone Wars, um, yeah, I know couple, pretty much the next. People, oh, yeah, the next couple of episodes are going to be uh, Clone Wars spoilers. I know a couple of people have been waiting for the entirety of it to come out, um, so you can yeah. just binge it all in one sitting. But yeah, mm-hmm. so, which I actually like 
me and Billy waited for like we watched, I think, most of the Bad Batch one by one. Mm -hmm. And we watched all of the Martez sisters arc in one sitting and it was much better yeah. <laughs> like compared to watching it one by one. And then when I just rewatched Bad Batch, I was like, this is great. You need you, Clone Wars is meant to be binged. <laughs> like, yeah, I agree. Or at least arcs are meant to be binged. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because like can one- you imagine when Clone Wars was still airing on Cartoon Network, like you get to the stupid droid arc. Oh, with God. <laughs> what? Meeper Gasker or whatever his name is. <laughs> um, and having to wait until next week. Yeah. To continue watching that awful arc. Yeah. Like when is how many episodes is this arc and when should I come back to Cartoon Hour to, uh-huh. to watch a different arc? God, like, it was awful. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I I mean, I watched week by week, I think, season five or some mm-hmm. of season five, at least the end of it. Um, but uh everything else I binged because and it was great. <laughs> I was hooked. So I can't remember what this guy's name is, and it's bothering me. What guy? The stupid Mieber Gascon. <laughs> Whatever. I think you were his close. name is better if it's <laughs> Meeper. His name is Meeper. 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 I have notes. You have notes? Yeah, they're on my phone. I didn't get a chance cool. to transfer them over. Um, my notes are like four bullet points. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have a lot, actually. I'm very invested so, in the clones. <laughs> yes, this is true. And that's that's also, I'm excited to talk about this with you because um, you tend to point out the good clone content that I'm like was thinking about, but like forgot about. Yeah. My, well, my, I, feel like, I feel like a lot of people were like, eh, bad batch, don't care. And mm-hmm. I really, I like thoroughly enjoyed this. <laughs> I enjoyed, I, I, so one of my points is neat arc, but mostly filler. Um, I enjoyed it. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I think, I think part of it was um, being such a, a Ahsoka stan was just the anticipation of, okay, I know Ahsoka is coming. Can we get yeah. this arc over with? Yeah. Um, also, we've I, seen I, most of this. Yeah, that's true. So, um, it's like, But in the grand scheme of things, it is a, it's a strong arc. And I do really enjoy the Bad Batch as a group and i did really enjoy this yeah um so the first thing i have in my notes is admiral trench what <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to be dead <laughs> um but, yet. but i found it interesting that he has like cybernetic arms and all kinds of limbs and he's kind of like this like anti-anakin like yeah. it, it was like another um separatist you know because grievous is supposed to be kind of like that too mm-hmm. um Oh, oh my god, my cats are fighting on my desk. Get out. No. <laughs> Hold on. No. Out. Go. Cats out. Go. <laughs> Go. Poor cats. God. They're like batting at each other and growling. That's not happening. We are not doing this. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Grievous was supposed to be that. Like, um, I forget who I heard this from or if I don't know if I just like dreamed this, but I remember someone talking about, I feel like it was Sam Witwer was talking about this, like on Rebel Force Radio, unfortunately, back when I used mm. to listen to them, but it was a really good point. Um, he was talking about how like um, Vader and, or like, what is it? Maul, Dooku and Grievous are all parts of Vader. Mm-hmm. 
like Grievous represents like the very like mechanical, like has, you know, lost a lot of his like quote humanity because he's not a phys- you know, he's not a, a biological being, a complete mm-hmm. biological being anymore, which is, you know, very Vader. Dooku is like um I forget what he said about Dooku, but Maul was just this like like the the rate kind of the rage and the raw like force talent and Dookie was supposed to be like a more sinister side and kind of like the apprentice that's just being used <laughs> by mm-hmm. by Sidious. I don't know. It was a really good point. And it's like each, you know, each apprentice of Sidious had to die. I don't know if Greek is necessarily considered an apprentice of mm-hmm. of Sidious, but each had to die for Vader to be born. It was a really interesting mm-hmm. concept. And I feel like um, like Dave Filoni had to kind of throw in like one more where it's like here's one more like kind of not necessarily a mirror or like a foil but just like a hey here's one other like part of the separatist movement that's associated with Sidious and Dooku um, that's like a, a mirror to Anakin like a mm-hmm. military leader cybernetic arms like very like smart strategically and is kind of willing to to do shit that other people aren't willing to do yeah yeah so i found it interesting that he was brought like of all people he was brought back to be like the big bad in the arc yeah it was pretty cool yeah enjoyed that um the other thing i have um is so in the beginning when cody and like what happened so they're at the like mace um Anakin, Cody, and Rex uh, are all, like, at the table talking about, like, what are they going to do? Like, why do they keep beating us? Whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, Rex is like, hey, I I think I know why, like, this is happening. Like, it's all my strategy, whatever. And then he goes to leave. And him and Cody go to the barracks. And they're Mm kind of talking. And then then Rex tells him what he's actually thinking, that Echo's still alive. Mm -hmm. And, um... Or no, he's holding like a photo of like heavy echo and fives. Fives? Yeah. God. It's like all the fallen friends, all the fallen brothers. And um, Cody has this line of sometimes in war, it's hard to be the one that survives. And Rex says, I'm afraid that's going to be me. (laughs) And it's so fucking heartbreaking. (laughs) Like, because it is you. (laughs) I don't I don't like this. So now I was thinking, because obviously, like, that was put in there for a gut punch. Like, Mm -hmm. does this mean that, like, obviously, I mean, the Bad Batch is not around as far as we know. Does this mean the Bad Batch and Echo, like, are killed in Order 66? (sighs) Well, either that or, like, they have, well, obviously. Or no, they wouldn't be killed in Order 66. No, no, they would have the chips. Are, do they not have the chips? You know what I mean? And, like, did they end up getting killed in Order 66 because they wouldn't go against the Jedi? Like. Oh, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm in pain. Yeah, I fucking love the clones so much. I just so love pure and like Rex. Rex. Rex is so good. I know. I know. I've talked about this fanfic like a million times before. <laughs> Wait, um, I don't think I've heard this. What? No, I don't think you okay, talked about it with well, me. Well, it's listed on my Abby's favorite fanfic. Um, list that our patrons can can see. Mm. Uh, 
because that's so exclusive. <laughs> um, but <laughs> if you pay a dollar, you can <laughs> you can have access to it. <laughs> yeah. I need to update it, but um, it's called Of Queens, Knights, and Pawns. It's by Chance Chris on our archive of our own. It's a time travel fix it, basically. Um, the idea is Leia goes to bed on her, the worst day of her life and then wakes up on the second worst day of her life. Uh, so she falls asleep the day that Han dies and then wakes up on board of the Death Star. And oh my God. <laughs> and so, yeah, like it's it's awesome because then it's like 53 year old Leia's brain and 19 year old Leia's body. And so she's mm-hmm. trying to do all these things without changing the future too much. Um, but Rex is also heavily featured in this um and the way that the author writes rex is amazing um and the way that they write their rex's interactions with luke and leia is who boy um so 10 out of 10 would recommend it is a work in progress and it's very long and y'all are in quarantine so you got nothing else to do yeah So fucking read it. God. Yeah. Speaking of Rex, um, I had a question and I was kind of wondering what you thought of this um, because I don't, I couldn't think of any answer. Mm. So in the briefing room, Anakin stops Rex before they leave and he's like, is there anything else? And Rex is like, nope, that's all. And then he goes and then he has this conversation with Cody, which I under, I feel like I understand. I heard that. <laughs> I feel like I understand because it's like, I feel like maybe Rex is like, he's a Jedi. He's not a clone. Like maybe he won't mm-hmm. get it. He won't get the connection that I have to my brothers that why mm-hmm. I think Echo is alive. But also I'm like, like him and Anakin are like buds too. Yeah. Like why wouldn't he tell him that? Maybe it's also because like, well, and Anakin expresses this when he's you know when when rex finally tells him and then he's talking to padme about it like i'm worried that rex is letting his feelings cloud his judgment which uh pot meat kettle right and um, (laughs) maybe rex was just like i don't want him to think that i'm going on i want to go on this mission solely to make sure if to see if echo is alive like it's a valuable mission and like anakin can obviously sense that there's something else one I don't even think it's because he's a Jedi. It's because they're buddies. Yeah. I mean, he finds out eventually, but I just found it interesting that, like, clearly Rex is in on the secret that him and Padme, you know, are together. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, they are very, like, they're bros. (laughs) Like, they probably know pretty much everything about each other. So, I don't know. I just found it really interesting that he didn't bring that up to him. Like, he talked to Cody about it first. Jess, do you ever think about Rex finding out that Anakin is Darth Vader? Oh, my God. Because I do. (laughs) Do we? I don't think we get that moment in Rebel. Not the exact moment. Like, Mm -mm. we get the fall. Oh, my God. I want to (laughs) cry. I have a lot of feelings right now. (sighs) I don't know what to do with them. So I'm just going to keep drinking my blueberry acai yeah. truly. We'll go to my next note because it's a little humorous and we mm. can move through those feelings. Okay. So um, it's the it's the part where 
um, the Bad Batch comes out and they meet them and they're like, okay, let's go. What are we waiting for? And Anakin's like, we got to go. We have that thing. And Rex is like, we don't have time for that. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have time for your pussy appointment. (laughs) I I was dying when I rewatched this. Because, you know, when you first watch it, you're like, okay, I don't. I kind of know what he's talking about, but it goes so fast that you don't catch the dialogue. So I was yeah. dying. And so I was like, is Rex like annoyed by this relationship? <laughs> like is he He's over- probably annoyed of being like, man, I'm fucking tired of being your cover man and having yeah. to deal with Obi-Wan. And, also- and Obi-Wan's not stupid. He fucking knows. Oh, like- yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and oh, but also I was thinking like, he's like, dude, my buddy might be alive that we <laughs> abandoned at the Citadel, but you want to go like jerk it with your wife on the phone? Like, really? <laughs> you want to have a Zoom jerk with your wife? <laughs> like, good Lord. Come on. We don't have time for that. No. <laughs> I love the way he says it too. But I also, I love, I love Rex standing watch and, um, Obi-Wan starting to walk up and he's like, ah, oh, no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Obi-Wan, like, he, like, looks so sweet. He's just smiling. He just, like, waves, like, hey, Rex, yeah. it's good to see you. Well, and Rex is like, son of a bitch. And I love that they both know what Anakin is doing, oh, and they God, both yeah. know that each other knows, but they're both oh, yeah. trying to play it cool because it's, like, right. the official thing, you know, to do. So it's, like, this whole stupid game. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hope you told Padme I said hello. I know. God, I love the sass. I love it. Everyone <laughs> so much. <laughs> yeah oh god um also i love so when they're when anakin is talking to padme about rex and how he's worried about him i really love how padme advocates for him and is like trust his instincts like that's what that's what he does for you yeah that's what he does for you and that's you know what you should do for him like he fights for you and you fight for him like this is your your bros you know do your thing Mm -hmm. um and it's like Padme doesn't see, to me, this shows that Padme doesn't see the difference between, like, clones and Jedi. Yeah. Which, there is a huge power dynamic that is disgusting. And I love, I love that about her. I love that she is, like, clones are human beings. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. they, even though they were created for war, like, they still deserve every opportunity and right that a Jedi master mm-hmm. <laughs> deserves, you know? Yeah. And it's yeah. putting them on the same level. Yeah. Love that. Also, I love how um, Across the Stars was playing in this. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've gotten that in a previous Clone Wars episode. Not that I can remember off the top of my head anyway. The music so far has been so fucking good. banging. So like, good. Kevin I've Kyle heard. already has my heart, but like, yeah. fuck. Dude, I've heard um, like little like, snippets of like race theme i like i was like that is an interval that is in race theme (laughs) like Mm -hmm. that's what that was (laughs) it's always it's the uh yeah yep it's that yep (laughs) i was like "Ah!" (laughs) um and i'm trying to remember where that was was that in the ahsoka art no (laughs) oops that was in siege of mandalore (laughs) sorry guys was it (laughs) yeah it was when she okay. was just when she told Rex, "I'll meet you on the ground." Oh God! Yeah. Why is that tied to them? 
Oh God. Well, okay. We'll have to talk about that when we get to that. <laughs> or, or now I'm thinking about Rise of Skywalker. Who? Okay. Who? Okay. Back to the Bad Batch. Okay. Um, also, Anakin is a fucking dumbass for not knowing that Padme <laughs> is pregnant. Like right now, <laughs> she's like she's like trying to make it so fucking. Like, have, 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 like, have you ever uh, seen that episode of Full House? Uh, when- <laughs> God, that sounds so fucking white of me. (laughs) (laughs) I said that to Chris. Oh, my God. Chris was saying something to me later or earlier today at dinner. And I was like, I'm going to sound like a really annoying white person right now. But it's kind of like that episode of Friends. And he's like, shut the fuck (laughs) up. But uh, have you ever seen the episode of Full House where um, Becky is trying to tell Jesse that she's pregnant? And like she makes like all of their dinner is like baby like baby corn and baby back ribs <laughs> not see this episode like but i believe and it then he's not fucking getting it because he's a dumbass <laughs> and then they're playing charades and like she's very obviously telling him she's pregnant and he's just so fucking oblivious that's anakin oh yeah absolutely there's so many she's- good anakin moments in the episodes that we have so far not just bad batch mm-hmm. but like the first episode for siege of mandalore i was just like oh my god mm-hmm. i love it he's so so stupid Padme's <laughs> like you know we have like a bun in the oven and he's like, well shit you better go get it out before it burns like what are you doing woman <laughs> <laughs> you're making bread without me <laughs> you know i love the bread that you make <laughs> oh my god um God, oh, Anakin. <laughs> so the next note that I have is when they're on the ship to go figure out, this is before they know that Echo for sure is like involved in this. Um, Wrecker is eating a chicken leg and shoulder pressing a gonk droid. And I was like, this is <laughs> totally a character that Dave Filoni was like, <laughs> like <laughs> We got to do this. <laughs> I was such, it's so like eye rolly, but it's also pretty silly. So, like, that yep. character in general was just very silly. Yes, he was. Um, but it, I feel like it was like a nerd's version oh, of like oh, what oh, they oh. think of a bro, like a like a meathead bro dude to be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Also, <laughs> sorry if y'all heard my uh, alarm just go off right now. Oh, shit. No, I didn't hear it. Was, it. <laughs> oh, it's uh, my birth control alarm and it's again. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it's 10 o'clock, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> my meds alarm is going to go off in about 20 minutes. So we're in the same boat, but not my brain. Sorry. Um, <laughs> my brain meds. Yeah. Can we take a second to like kind of go through the Bad Batch? The characters? Clones? Characters? Yeah. yeah. Um, so we, I mean, Wrecker is totally a dude bro. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I also like that he's like sort of soft and has like really soft feelings and is scared of heights. I know. So, <laughs> and um, he doesn't like get mad when he gets outdone. He's just kind of like, oh yeah. man. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, why? And he gets really excited when things get to go, when he gets to make things go boom. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he cute. Yeah, he's adorable. With date. Um, well, yeah, let's let's refer to them as, as in their dateability. Crosshair. <laughs> <laughs> um, is interesting. He I feel like he had a toothpick. hint of a Russian accent, and I was like, yeah. hmm, what are you trying to imply here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but um, also, I like the episode where he like puts those um, magnetic things on the walls yeah. and shoots them and takes out all the droids. I was like, holy shit, that was so cool. <laughs> that was really cool. And that's when Wrecker like, mm-hmm. like, he's yeah, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. 
Yeah, no, that's he's crosshair is interesting. Yeah. I though I did I thought it was pretty funny, like at the beginning when they're introducing all of them, they're like, Oh, you guys aren't gonna get much out of him. He doesn't talk much and he fucking doesn't shut up. I know. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I thought he was supposed to be like the quiet, brooding one, but he doesn't yeah. shut the fuck up. You know. Um what about tech? I like tech. I do too. I would date tech. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You know, I remember, I remember. He reminded me of um, what's the name of that character from Atlantis that has the glasses? Oh, Milo. Yes, that's what yes. he reminded me of. For mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I remember like at the like when the Bad Batch arc started. Um, Ash <laughs> Crossan on Twitter was talking about uh how all of them are freaky. Oh like, yeah, all the Bad Batch are like totally <laughs> freaky in bed, and I was like, you know, Tech is like the fucking freakiest oh he has toys he is the kinkiest motherfucker out of all of them and (laughs) we know he's good with his fingers so yes he is is. (laughs) (laughs) and then what's that leader's name the rambo dude rambo I can never remember his name. Like, what is his name? I literally watched these episodes today, and I still can't remember his name. Um, he's the guy with the knife. Rambo clone trooper. Oh my Rambo. god, that came up. I bet it did because he looks like Rambo. Yeah, he very much so looks like Rambo. Um, Clone Force ninety-nine. Hunter. Hunter. All right. He's whatever. He's Rambo. Yeah, he's Rambo. I mean, he's. But not he does really... like knife play. We know this. Uh, yes, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> we can get some uh, interesting fic out of that. Yeah, I'm sure there's already fic out about this. Ooh, do you think it's a um, your name fic, like where it's like Y N for your <laughs> name, so you can insert it's, yes. you can insert yourself into the fic. <laughs> Oh my God, Chris Swift, where are you? We need you to look this up. (laughs) (laughs) Please find out if there's kinky Bad Batch fic out there. (laughs) Yes, I bet there is. I'm sure there is. Yeah. I love how Ash Carlson is talking about this. So on brand. So on brand. (laughs) It's very on brand. (laughs) Maybe she'll get behind my Mamma Mia, uh, Cassie and Andor show theory. Mm. By maybe she I does love Mamma Mia. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So alrighty. Um, my next note is I don't like how Clone Wars always portrays the indigenous species of a planet as like yep. primitive. Yup. <laughs> I don't think they actually did. They actually say primitive. Yes, they did. <sighs> they sure fucking did. And then I was I was rewatching it with Chris because he hadn't seen it yet, and it was like the last episode of the Bad Batch, or the second to last episode. Um, and he's just like, they're fighting with spears and rocks. I know. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Because know. primitive. You know what I really appreciate about the Phantom Menace mm. is that the Gungans were considered, you know, they were supposed to be considered like this indigenous species on this planet, but they were the warring species so they had all of this high-tech battle equipment and they were able to take on the droid army and they were not primitive like they had good they had technology they were their own like cultured you know society 
and they just didn't necessarily I don't know if they had space travel or not maybe they do (laughs) I don't know if we ever find that out um but I I really appreciate that like even though fucking Qui-Gon is a fucking racist and is like oh like you're stupid because you are don't are not human or whatever it's like they like even though one one or two characters portrays them as or thinks of them as like less than they really weren't <laughs> like mm-hmm. so i do appreciate yeah. that yeah george kind of dropped the ball for the rest for the clone wars but <laughs> yeah there is yeah there is a lot of quote-unquote primitive uh species in the clone wars uh where the good jedi come and show them technology and smallpox blankets yeah so. <laughs> yeah the one where like the aliens that like roll balls, like you know what I'm talking about? No. They, like they're like pacifists. Oh, uh, the... yeah. Are those the aggressively Scottish ones? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my that god, one... they're so fucking aggressively Scottish. They are. It's very silly. I just remember like... them like rolling around. Like... Yeah. I don't know what kind of animal does that, but they're like. You had the chance to change your fate. Oh my god! <laughs> like that's how they sound. They're aggressively Scottish. You know, they are. just like Ayla Secura is aggressively French. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that is that is how we feel <laughs> about that. Yes. Um. So where I'm trying to remember the context of this quote. Oh, Anakin is having a little heart to heart with with Rex and he's like, you know, Echo, I want you, I'd want you to, he like tries to set the expectation of like, Echo might not be alive and you need to be prepared for that. And Rex's answer is I've lost so many of my brothers. I try not to hang on to any one of them. And I got really upset because I was like, why would you create like sentient beings for war where they are obviously going to form bonds with each other and then die? Mm-hmm. That's cruel. What the mm-hmm. fuck, Star Wars? Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Everybody. Psychodius. Like, why have we, like, normalized this? Like, mm-hmm. oh, God. Mm, another point about the fic I was talking about. Uh, <laughs> uh, when Anakin, fi- not Anakin, Luke finds out about, like, the like how and why the clones were made, he fucking flips up fucking lid good he is from Tatooine yeah uh, where slaves are pretty much the entire population of Tatooine like he is the first he and Leia are the first freeborn Skywalkers um well I'm kind of bothered by the fact that Anakin isn't more bothered by this right it's kind of maddening (laughs) yes (laughs) like this should be Fuck, like they miss so many good moments for this for him to be furious about the way the clones are treated and 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 triggered by a lot of this stuff. Like finding out they have chips in their brains. Oh my god. Like Anakin used to have a thing in his arm that would explode him if he ran away. Oh my god. George, Dave, <sighs> you stupid. You fucking stupid. black woman in the writer's room. Hello. <laughs> like they <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Well, and it's like, you remember that arc um, 
where Anakin like has to seduce a slaver basically yes. and Ahsoka has to act as the slave and she's just like why can't Anakin and Obi-Wan's just like well you know uh, drama <laughs> and it's just like totally overlooked um but yeah there there there's a lot of good uh potential for talking about slavery in yeah. the appropriate context of like the people who have gone for it gone through it rather uh and clone wars takes none of it no so that's why we have fanfic yeah <laughs> and twitter <laughs> yes i appreciate the fuck out of uh fanfic writers who create their own lore and like canon mm. um because there is a pretty decent amount of writers who contribute to the Tatooine slave culture lore mm. um and so talk about like the religions that they believe in and the traditions what? that they have and like the foods that they eat and stuff like that and how that important that is to them why are they uh, trying to be like confederate <laughs> stop this yeah so oh my god um so my next note takes a big turn from crying and being upset about slavery or, you know, indigenous species being primitives to Wat Tambor is weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wat Tambor. That's what yeah. I think. And um, I, I, I put in here, he's the leader of the techno union, yet he has to use a dial on his chest to speak without static. That seems very inefficient and not technologically savvy. <laughs> and then he I looks looked like up. Zerg. He does. And then I looked up his species and I guess, I don't know, it's just a pressure suit so they can live on whatever planet they want. But it feels like they should have more advanced technology considering they that's like their. Dirk. Um, also, the Techno Union droids are like a different version of a battle droid and they look really cool. I was mm -hmm. like, I like this design. They're like, like how they turn into uh, pterodactyls. Yeah, but that, yeah. <laughs> like a pterodactyl skeleton. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then also I was looking at, because I'm a weirdo and I always do this, I was looking at the style of the room where they find Echo and it's very like art deco looking and it's very cool. Yeah. And it looks very techno union because I feel like Wat Tambor and his people look kind of, they have like an art deco-y feel to them. They're very like square yeah. and like geometric looking. Um, like what would have been like if if you were to watch like a silent film in the 20s, mm -hmm. aliens or the future, like what it would look like. Yeah, like a what's the metropolis or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was like noticing that I was like, this looks really cool, even though it's like a horror movie because Echo comes out of this like weird yeah. chamber and is like, oh god, yeah, so sad. Like and the fact that his first like sentence that he says is, "You came back for me," because mm -hmm. why would anyone come back for the clones? And of course, that so mm -hmm. like yes. Of course I did. And he just plays along. Fuck. Mm. There's so many moments of you came back for me in Star Wars. Whoo boy. I'm feeling emotional tonight. And I felt emotional in this Chili's tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just like the God bless these animators because the there's like a slight like variation in Rex's facial expression when he says that when he when when Echo's like you came back for me because he's like well we didn't <laughs> but right. now we did like because oh. it aligns with another like you know 
like end game for us, but it has nothing to do with just coming back for him because they're going back for him. But like you also just like that's how they're trained. I know. Like, like you, how do you, you grow up with your brothers and you're going to lose them. How how so, do you like can you imagine the psychology of the clones of <gasps> basically knowing that like if you are injured or in trouble, most likely they will leave you. Yep. Oh, God. Mm. Like how do you how do you go to work every day knowing <laughs> that? Like we suit up and go to war. Like yeah. If I yeah. if I get hurt, they're just gonna leave me behind. It's fine. Well, and that's God. what they were like. Literally, like like the, that's what they're created to do. And that's we we talked about that when we watched the uh, the Clone Wars trailer because Rex has that line of like, <laughs> "Without the war, we wouldn't exist," and that's coming up in this in this next Siege of Mandalore episode. Oh um, God! And you can you can see the context of it. They've released a clip of it on uh, the Star Wars YouTube, and it's very heartbreaking <laughs> because. It's him and Ahsoka, like, trying to figure out, like, all we've known is war and being soldiers. And how do we how do we grapple with that while also acknowledging, like, I wouldn't be here without the kind of thing, especially for Rex. Like, I wouldn't exist without this war. I wouldn't have my brothers without this war. I wouldn't know you without this war. But at the same time, I was created and bred to die. And then he's one of the only ones that doesn't. I'm crying. (laughs) It's so (laughs) upsetting. Like, oh my god. I'm really glad that they're, like, bringing this up in the story, though, because I I feel like Clone Wars has done a really good job of that. Like, maybe not so... I mean, even in the first episode, like, it's the one where Yoda is, like, hanging out with a couple clones, and he's like, you matter. Like, each and every one of you has a, you know, I see your life force, and you matter. yeah, well, that didn't really end up happening without Yoda. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, if he really appreciated their life force, he wouldn't have them <laughs> as slaves in his war. My God, Yoda committed war crimes. Yes, um, but <laughs> it like set the, it set the precedent for there being like, yeah. hey, this is something that needs to be looked at because obviously in the prequel trilogy they just kind of like, <laughs> yep, yeah. Don't, don't think just, about it. it. It reminds me of like one of my favorite Star Wars Tumblr jokes that I saw. It's like a family can be like a, a traumatized Jedi and like this, that, and the other thing. And the thousands of Geneva Convention uh, violations ready to die at their hand. Yeah. God. That's what the clones are. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. Um, My next note is obviously when they're in combat with the indigenous uh, population on the ground, they like accidentally bring the techno mm-hmm. union there. Um, why is Anakin not in melee combat? He's like up on the fucking piece of rock and like defle- de- deflecting like blaster fire, like with his lightsaber. I'm like, you have a melee weapon. Why are you up there? <laughs> like, get- <laughs> It's like it's like when when Scarlet Witch was up guarding Vision, and then she finally fucking comes down. (laughs) She was like, "Why was she up there all this time?" That's how I felt. I was like, "What are you doing, you fool?" And then he, because Anakin is a dramatic son of a bitch, and will only come in when it's the time is right. Yep, and that's exactly what happens. And it's funny because Echo's like still showing off, huh, General? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just like, yep, so Mm -hmm. meta. (laughs) You know, I'm Um, MBB. 
Um, but I will say the combat that Anakin does in this episode excellent like he yeah there's this part where he like he's on the walker like balloon looking thing and he like jumps off of it and force pushes it away as he's yeah. like jumping away from it and it looks so fucking cool it does look like, really oh cool. he's just like suspended in the air yeah. it's like see this is this is why i'm okay with you being a dramatic son of a bitch yeah even though i'm annoyed well, it, by it, you it, <laughs> trying it to be arranged me. combat when you are not <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me too of like you know how over exaggerated the Jedi are in the prequels and then like you know lightsaber fights in the original trilogy are very subdued and yeah. compared to you know like Anakin and Obi-Wan's fight and then they kind of brought some of that back into the prequels mm-hmm. um, with like Rey and Kylo's aggressive flipping yeah um, but I appreciate it because then we get stupid mom- stupid cool moments like Anakin force pushing something while he's flying through the air. Like, right? that's so cool. I mean, if I was a Jedi, I would be doing that shit. Oh so, like, God, I get yeah. it. <laughs> I'd be like, like look at what I can do. If I could I- jump off of a giant balloon thing and suspend myself in the air and then use magical powers to push the thing to the ground as I landed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Chat, yeah. please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I, and it's fun, too, because it's, like, animation, so they can do so much more, I feel like. Mm-hmm. They can do stuff, like, yeah. I mean, you could do that in live action, but, like, it just, I mean, it's real quick and, like, effective in animation. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like, yeah. Um, the next note I have is when they're leaving and Rex says to Echo, it'll be just like old times. Mm. Echo stops and he's like, oh, yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. And... I know this is supposed to make us suspicious of him, but Mm-mm. I love the clones and I'm so lo- so loyal to them that I didn't even get that. I just no. felt really sad and I cried. <laughs> no, because that was my immediate thought too. It wasn't like, oh, does he have separatist loyalties? Yeah, which that's, I think that's what we were supposed to think because- That is the, what we were supposed to think. Yeah, because I was like, wait, what? Why do? Why would you think that he would betray yeah. us? Like, hello, yeah. he just through hell like yeah because because we are women and not dave filoni and look at it through oh my god he's been so fucking traumatized (laughs) it can't be like old times because he's not the same person as he was before he entered the citadel because he's been traumatized (laughs) (laughs) and he the people that traumatized him and like like infiltrated his brain raped him essentially were why would he be loyal to them Mm -hmm. like (laughs) i mean there's the whole like commentary on like abuse victims and things like Mm -hmm. that and that's a whole thing but i mean no not not no no (laughs) um so i think i got really into the episode because the next i think that this is the, the last episode of the bad batch because the next note I have is about Mace giving like that very diplomatic speech to the droids to, <laughs> for the option to surrender. That was really long winded and weird. Yeah, really out of My character. name is Mace Windu, and you're just like, Shut up. <laughs> I was like, what is happening right yeah. now? And of course, Obi Wan was like, "Well, nice of you to you know <laughs> talk." Good, I don't remember what he try. says. Yeah, nice try. Um, and uh. <laughs> and then when uh um uh echo tells them like hey i'm gonna you know like lure all the battle droids to where um mace and obi-wan are and then i'll 
turn them off. Then Anakin goes to like radio Mace and he's mm-hmm. like, hey, I have a crazy plan for you. You're going to get a lot more company. If it makes you feel better, it wasn't my plan. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's just, it's funny because it's like, it acknowledges the the tension between the two of them. Yeah. But it's a kid's show. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Kind of. Um, Isn't it wild to think that Anakin will be part of Mace's death in the next couple of Right? Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, that's so weird. It's like you're watching The Bad Batch and you're like, yeah, this is normal. And then remember that, like, in the next day, couple of days or weeks or whatever, uh, in terms of the timeline with, like, Anaxis, well, everything's going to shit. You know, he finds out Padme's pregnant and that changes a lot of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that- she's like, I was trying to tell you multiple times, you dumb piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um the next note i have is about when anakin walks in on admiral trench's Mm. room and he's just like hello i am here Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um he's like give me the code to the detonator or whatever turn off the bomb and he's like you like you're a jedi you would never and then he's like oh really He just cuts his fucking arms off. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's try that again. Uh-huh. I love these Clone Wars moments where Anakin gets really dark <laughs> because it's like, yeah, I, like I'm excited by it, and I know I shouldn't be, but I don't oh, know. No, no, no. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I turned off. <laughs> well, guess that also. <laughs> and like, and like when Chris and I, well, when I was rewatching it, Chris it for the first time we're sitting at the dinner table eating and i just kind of look at him like oh and then he looks at me like oh and he's like okay daddy because <laughs> he could tell that that's what i was thinking <laughs> so, i get excited know. and also excited <laughs> is what i'm trying to give darth vader wanted to like force me a little bit out mine i mean yeah oh my <laughs> Um, also it's really cute how thoughtful Anakin is in getting the detonator for Riker <laughs> so that he can up because he can't blow anything yeah. up yet yeah. we, we stand uh, the force daddy who is also sweet and thoughtful mm-hmm. um, I, oh, okay hang on sorry I'm looking on um, Wikipedia while we're talking um because how I was, I was trying to figure out how, like, where in the timeline battle, the Battle of Anaxis is, um, and totally did not realize that this is also where um, Hera and Sabine go when they were supposed to meet Fulcrum in Rebels. Really? Yeah. I we need I need to rewatch Rebels. Yeah, I like especially after. Um, Siege of Mandalore. I'm like, I really need to do yeah. that because I yeah. feel like I don't remember a lot of stuff. Yeah. But, um, and the Kanan fought the Grand Inquisitor there too. Oh, wow. Shit. I totally like didn't even put two and two together because I don't fucking Well, know. I was just like, whatever. Right? So that's why. Yeah. <laughs> that's my excuse. Yeah. Well, it was, that was a pretty early, um, Rebels episode. So. But that was when, like, Sabine's like, why won't you fucking tell me who Fulcrum is? And that's when we kind of get the indication that Ahsoka is Fulcrum because we see her markings. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I didn't catch on to that <laughs> until yeah. an episode ago. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. And I cried. No, no. Um, 
do i think we should rewatch rebels after this yeah i, think I don't that's know that's a, a big investment <laughs> um i mean we don't have to like go through each episode but maybe just no. like watch through it and then like pull stuff out that is relevant to this so that's mm-hmm. probably all i'd be watching it for anyway um wow <laughs> I don't like Ezra <laughs> and the entire series is about Ezra pretty much. I'll try to find something about Ezra that I like in my research, but he has blue hair. You have blue hair. I have blue hair. Do you hate me now? <laughs> Am I Ezra? <laughs> um, no, <laughs> absolutely not. The last note I have for this arc is when Echo is going to leave with Rex and then the Bad Batch is like, you know, you're not like them anymore. You can come with us. Like, we'll be here Mm -hmm. when you're ready. And Rex knows that Echo is already going to go with them. And he's like, if that's who you feel like you are, like, do it. You know, Mm -hmm. I support you. You'll always be my brother. And then when he turns around to walk away and he makes this really sad (laughs) face of like... I know what I'm, you know, like, obviously he's doing what's right and what's best for his brother, but it, he is so sad. <laughs> I hate oh, it. Oh. <laughs> and I cry. <laughs> Basically, the Bad Batch equals I cry <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I do not want these feet. I know. God, I love Clark so much. Oh, the other thing I forgot to mention is Billy noticed that... Um, kind of to tie the Bad Batch to Siege of Mandalore. Um, so there, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there is a trooper that gets involved with Maul mm-hmm. on Mandalore. Mm-hmm. And the trooper that um, is in, I think it's the first episode of the Bad Batch when they're kind of still at odds with each other. Like the reg- the regs and the Bad Batch are like, oh, we mm-hmm. do things differently. And it's right after Cody gets injured. Yeah, it's Jesse. It's Jesse. I didn't know that yeah. that was like that was him, and then yeah. I made me sad later. I know because <laughs> he defended Rex so much, and he was like, "No, Rex is our man. <laughs> you can't talk to him like that." Uh, I have a lot of feelings right now. I know. I we knew love- this was going to happen. We knew we were going to be sad. I love the clones. <laughs> I love the clones so I miss much. Fives. I miss five so much. <laughs> Wait, can we hang on, pause. Can we talk yeah, I know about, what you're gonna say? Can we talk about our text conversation from the other yes. night really quick? <laughs> okay. So hang on, I have a lot of scrolling to do because we have a lot. Um oh, are your turnip prices today good? No. Uh, <laughs> acne cover things. Those are our kind of conversations that we have. Um Oh, I said I texted Jess. Uh, this was on Friday. We need to do these Clone Wars episodes because I got a bitch about everyone trying to suck Filoni's dick. Um, and then, you know, talked about, Jess said that she was the worst because you hadn't watched yet. And I said, you're not. But I was like, I saw someone being like, everyone in the Star Wars fandom thinks Filoni is the goat. And then I was like, some of us thinks Fives is the goat for fucking his wife. <laughs> I heard that. Uh, Shut up. <laughs> and, then, and then you were like, I'm sure that this is excellent despite Filoni, not because of him. Also, it better be good. He had 10 fucking years to write it. Um, and I was like, yup. And then <laughs> you said, he is not the chosen one. He was not my brother. I did not love him. 
I did not love Felipe. <laughs> I did not love. Sometimes I'm funny. <laughs> not very often, but sometimes. Then, um, uh, content warning uh, mentions of, of, of suicide. Uh, <laughs> you went into, you said, for some reason, I was thinking George was dead just now. <laughs> and I said, to be honest, sometimes he looks like he wishes he is. <laughs> I said I do not wait, wish to relate to George Lucas, but here we are. <laughs> that passive SI. And then I said, resting passive SI face. <laughs> and then it's a couple of George Lucas resting passive SI face. And then we talked about how he owns one flannel. <laughs> he does. Since for 40 years, he yeah. has one flannel. That yep. All the photos. Yeah. <laughs> Even under a suit jacket when he's on set. Yep. Like, <laughs> yep. I sent the like an old ass picture of of George talking to Anthony Daniels as three PO uh, with his stupid flannel and then vest over it, which is a very gay look. <laughs> like fucking stop stealing from gay women, George. Um, I said he's never taken it off. You said he literally has the same hair, beard, and shirt for forty years. And then I said, and even there, resting passive SI face. And then said, yeah. I mean, I too want to kill myself whenever Anthony Daniels speaks. <laughs> so um yeah. This is what our conversations are like. Yeah, Filoni <laughs> is not the chosen one. He is not our brother. We do not love him. And then George Lucas has resting passive SI face. <laughs> I kind of want to make that a title, but I feel like we might get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we say that, we can fucking, first of all, we can fucking joke about that because humor is a coping skill. We both have passive SI and I'm a therapist, so I say so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a license. <laughs> I have a license to make jokes about SI. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, fuck. Okay. So, fuck Dave Filoni. Five's fucked his wife. George owns one one flannel that he <laughs> stole from the lesbians for forty years. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, bad yeah. batch, good. Yeah, Martez sisters. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> because my first bullet point for Martez sisters, Soka is gay. Yeah, yeah. Did you see her little jumpsuit? Ah, her little bell bottoms. Her, her little denim jumpsuit. It's so cute. It's so the most clothes she's ever worn on screen. <laughs> God, I know. It's like you wait till she's like eighteen. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking gross. Yeah, uh, but she crash lands right into Trace's arms. <laughs> and they're so fucking gay together. <laughs> like as soon as I saw the haircut, I was like, "Oh, okay. oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, okay, There's, like uh, okay, <laughs> okay, okay." <laughs> Can I just tell you that Rafa is like my favorite fucking character ever yes. right now? Like I fucking love her so much. Like I, I am her. <laughs> I don't know if you're looking. At, oh well, that oh. <laughs> Oh, what did I say? <laughs> Are you looking at our notes right now? No. Why don't you fucking oh. look at the notes I write for you? <laughs> I didn't get that far yet. Jess, <laughs> the episode's almost halfway over. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I wrote Rafa Martez could step on me. <laughs> and now apparently Jess is Rafa. Which, oh you know, God. really adds to the lousy, beautiful town 
<laughs> the ongoing <laughs> the, the ongoing subplot. subplot. <laughs> um yeah. So oh, God. I want to add it to the wiki. <laughs> that we <don't> have. <laughs> Oh, good Lord. my face hurts <laughs> <laughs> but even when i was I, chris and i watched i think like first i think yeah i think we only made it through the first episode of the martez sisters with him um but he <laughs> anytime ahsoka and him talked or ahsoka and trace talked he was like gay gay <laughs> gay and i'm like we stand one ally just, <laughs> and it's just and jess I forget you're not actually gay. <laughs> <laughs> so we stand two allies. <laughs> oh God. Um, I like how both sisters are very gay. Oh well. my God, yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> they both have shaved parts of their head. They're it's gay. a whole family of gays. <laughs> yeah. Like, Rafa has a fucking statement jacket. Like, what do you... Oh, her jacket is amazing. <laughs> She's so fucking hot love her i just love how she's so fucking petty like oh, i yes. feel that in my soul we <laughs> like, love a petty queen if a jedi came and was like i'm trying to like save you i'll be like no no you cannot one up me <laughs> yep i wish I that <laughs> if i could change one thing about rafa's appearance she would have a slit in one of her eyebrows oh my god <laughs> to make her look super gay <laughs> don't worry i'm not going to do <laughs> I like my eyebrows the way they are. <laughs> oh god. Um the first thing I have is that seeing so they replayed the like in the what is it called the recap at the mm. beginning of the episode they replay all of the scenes from when Ahsoka left the order mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh god, it it was <laughs> I was Pain. not prepared for that <laughs> emotional terrorism right up front." <laughs> But there we Emotional are. Emotional terrorism. <laughs> <laughs> this week on the Clone Wars. This week on the Clone Wars, there's emotional terrorism. <laughs> yeah, but oh my god. Um, I, I we already talked about her jumpsuit. They mm. finally gave her some proper clothes. <laughs> oh, yes. the other thing that um, so I feel like like right away. Um, Trey starts talking about how trash the Jedi Order is and it made me really happy to hear like regular people in the galaxy talking about that because I was like oh that's so relatable it's like us talking about (laughs) Trump like (laughs) not that the Jedi Order and Trump are like comparable but (laughs) the Jedi Order wouldn't tell you to inject bleach wouldn't they I don't know (laughs) you know you know Yoda would I was gonna say Anakin would just to fuck with people. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, so it just made me really happy to hear that. I was like, "Thank you to have some regular people to be like, oh fuck them, yeah. <laughs> them and their war." Yep. I wrote in our in the in the notes that Jess doesn't fucking look at. Uh, <laughs> the Jedi are bad, actually. <laughs> yeah. Because the whole yeah. the whole thing the whole reason that Trace and Rafa don't trust the Jedi um, or don't like them is in the whole arc where they're trying to capture Zero the Hut. Um there's a a ship that crashes into um the districts in in uh or the levels rather in Coruscant and it ends up killing the Martez's parents because of it and it destroys their home <laughs> and destroys their entire home their entire livelihood leaves them, just the two of them and nothing happens like there's no reparations paid the jedi don't come and do relief work which is what 
do. Uh, nothing. So the Jedi the are not social workers. <laughs> they should be. Everyone should be a social worker. <laughs> if you're a fucking counselor, fuck you. <laughs> the Jedi are counselors? Is that what The Jedi are counselors! <laughs> Yeah, fuck them. Um, uh, so she talked. So we're kind of skipping ahead, but I, that's totally fine. Um, sorry. No, um, we don't really have to do with this in any specific way. This is our podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so Rafa mentioned a green skinned Jedi that talked to them and told them, like, basically, I had to make a choice and don't worry, the force will be with you and was like, okay, bye. Who is mm-hmm. that? What Jedi is that? And it was I a woman. Assume, I would assume Luminara. Luminara has green skin? Does she not? Lumin. She's she's, mm, she's okay, I guess she is green. She's green. Okay, yeah. She's yeah. she is very much so green. <laughs> yes, she is very green. <laughs> With a green lightsaber as well. <laughs> okay, yeah. Green? Yeah, she's fucking green. Yep. All right. For some reason I was thinking she was blue, but I guess no. Barris is Barris? Barris is green. They're both green? Yes. Not all Miralons are green. Why are they both green? I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't care that much. <laughs> okay, so it was Lum- <laughs> Barris had a blue lightsaber. Like, if that makes no. you feel any better. <laughs> that does, okay. <laughs> um, Jess is a so. fake fan. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know my memory is like the memory of a fish yes. so <laughs> i don't remember shit um thank you antidepressants <laughs> <laughs> mood right um so the quote that fucking killed me in this the first episode of this arc was when after ahsoka like beats the shit out of the <laughs> like lone shark that comes for her um trace she's like where'd you learn how to fight like that brother taught me <laughs> My brother, no. So does that mean Anakin is? I mean, I, I always thought of Anakin and Obi Wan as her her dads. Yeah. So that's also um, I'm assuming how E. K. Johnston saw them as well, because in the Ahsoka novel, she refers to them as her dads um, when mm-hmm. talking to somebody, like in a similar yeah, situation. Yeah, I remember like, that. Who talked to you about this or something like that? And she's like, "Oh, my dad's did." Um, but I think I, I think either way. Like you can uh, you can interpret their relationship as like brother and sister or father and daughter. I tend to um mm. feels, but I guess I mean, but I mean, like even Anakin in in Revenge of the Sith says Obi Wan is like a father to me, and then Obi Wan it was you are my brother. Yeah, so it's all in the eye of the beholder. I feel like. Maybe at the beginning, I felt more of like a father daughter vibe. Yeah, and, and then okay, as maybe they grew- now it's more yeah. of a brother sister. Maybe yeah. the same thing for Anakin and Obi. Same similar relationship, like yeah. But also, like I mean, it, they are in weird dynamics because, in addition to being like master Padawan, like they are very much so helping raise these children. Yeah, like Obi Wan raised Anakin. Yeah, and, and then Anakin Obi-Wan to raise Ahsoka. <laughs> yeah, with Obi-Wan. Yeah. Dads. Dads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that is that is a little weird. Yeah. Huh. I don't think I've ever thought of that. Or mm-hmm. just thought about that, but. Yeah. Just if 
fucking mess. Anyway, <laughs> fucking Jedi Order. Um, <laughs> so I I wasn't able to rewatch the second episode because I didn't have enough time because I wanted to watch the at least the last episode in this arc because it does relate to stuff that comes up in Siege of Mandalore. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to make sure I like saw details there. But um, so I don't know if you have anything from like the episode where they were Rafa like gets the job or whatever to go. Yeah, and they go to Kessel. Oh God, that was kind of cool. That was kind of cool. Um, I hate Solo, but <laughs> <laughs> damn, do I fucking love a fan serv- service tie-in. Yeah, <laughs> though it does make sense that they would go to Kessel to get spice. I mean, that is literally the entirety of well, is they well yeah. not the entirety. We find out that there are some lush green areas of Kessel right? and that's where all the rich people are. Um, which makes sense <laughs> right but i just all I, the drug lords I, yeah, why would they want to live in the mines <laughs> exactly give me a jungle but, um oh and there was that very poignant moment of, of of trace being like look at all the the droids when they get to the spice part oh. and ahsoka's like i don't think those are droids um so again we have conversations slaves. slavery <laughs> in clone wars that are not handled the way they should be yeah Oh, I totally forgot um, when tr- when they take off in the ship and Trace is like in the military lane or whatever. <gasps> yeah. Oh, God. And um, they come across Yularen's Yularen. Yes. And Anakin's on it. Oh, and he's like, just let them go. He fucking senses it. He fucking <laughs> senses her. <laughs> and lets them go. But... It's a parallel to when it's an older code sir but it checks out and darth vader is like just let them go there are so many parallels between ahsoka and leia in these in 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 this arc and in siege of mandalore especially that it fucking hurts (laughs) (laughs) Ah! (laughs) can't wait till we talk about the siege of mandalore because i have so many feelings and so also just like the end of this this season because what the f- like just why is Ahsoka alive during A New Hope? <laughs> like why? Like, I mean she's she's technically like in the world but he, she's she's on a what the fuck is the planet? Malachor? Yeah, but Mm-hmm. I have a lot of feelings right now. The alcohol is yeah. really hitting me right now. <laughs> um, Hobbs was yelling at me, so he's in the room now. <gasps> Hobbs, Hobbs, hey, baby. Oh, yeah. Come here. Did you see the TikTok I sent you? <laughs> Did you send it today? Yeah. Oh, no, I haven't been on there. It's I told a- you, I, <laughs> I, I don't watch it for like a week, and then I watch it four hours and send you <laughs> ten TikToks in a row. <laughs> It's, it's like a little it's just a kitty in the bathroom watching over its owner um, oh. because it has to guard them from toilet monsters and I was like it's Hobbs <laughs> yes he's always in the bathroom <laughs> he sits on your lap while you go to the bathroom <laughs> he does um, he also has to inspect the, the tub slash Aww. shower after we take a shower <laughs> to oh make God, sure everything's okay him. he's like why were you in the water did it hurt <laughs> you <laughs> he's doing his job as the security loaf he is he's a very good security loaf he is he's, he's very good <laughs> very very good good boy 
Yeah, you're um, a boy. <laughs> orange. Good orange. Okay. Where were we? Oh, so... Oh, we were here, talking about Castle. Yeah. I found it interesting that, like, Spice Mines of Kessel or the Kessel Run is, like, so well-known and but the Martez sisters don't know anything about mm-hmm. Kessel. Mm-hmm. It's the, it, it kind of reinforces that the Star Wars universe is like so big. Yeah. <laughs> and we know a lot about it because we have traveled the galaxy with all these characters, but people like Trace and Rafa have lived probably on Coruscant and haven't left their entire lives. Yeah. Yeah. And 1313 forever. Yeah, and they only interact with people that have lived on 1313. <laughs> yeah. Or criminals, well, and, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, and I'm and I'm wondering too like if that's if that's also like to show that yes, Rafa gets into like petty criminal stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but like nothing like this. Mhm. And so they aren't aren't necessarily mm-hmm. familiar with spice trading uh as the kind of conglomerate that it is like, obviously Rafa has some sort of idea of what spice could be used for. <laughs> yeah. Um, but hey, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, she dresses but, like a fucking raver. Of course she does. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but not necessarily like a burning man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not necessarily understanding like who the pikes are um, and yeah. how, how influential they are within the prime world. Yeah, well, and also just the fact that, like, Ahsoka discovers that Maul is, like, mixed up in this as yeah, well. It's like he's part it, of Crimson Dawn. Yes, which we'll talk about this in a second because I want to talk about that in more detail in a minute. Mm-hmm. But just, like, ha- the scope of this is huge. And, uh, yeah. like, Maul is obviously, like, loosely connected with Palpatine because he was Palpatine, you know, it was his his master mm-hmm. <laughs> at some point and Maul's like entire existence is to take him down. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like, this is so big. Like they are like a cog in this giant machine and they have no idea. Yeah. No idea. And it's so crazy because it's like, here's Ahsoka who is also a cog in the machine. Like, and they somehow end up on Kessel running spice together. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so crazy. Force. The force. Yes, I know. <laughs> is Hobbs meowing at you? Yes, he is. My um, attention. I know. Um, so I had secondhand embarrassment when Ahsoka was being super high and mighty about her morals and how you can't run spice because of this, this, and this. Because she was being super white feminist. <laughs> <laughs> and I, mean, I was like, <laughs> she's voiced by Ashley. So. I know, but also it's like Ahsoka's obviously coded as a woman of color, but it just yeah. felt super white feminist of her to be like, "You can't do these things. I won't let you." And it's yeah. like these two women of color who have lived in poverty with no parents and are like extremely like marginalized or like, "This is how we have to survive." Like, yeah. what else are we supposed to do? <laughs> like, join yeah. the Jedi Order so we can be fed every day? Like. Well- yeah. And I and I think I wonder if like Ahsoka starts to realize that she could have been them. Oh yeah. Um, I hope she does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I don't I don't know if Ahsoka necessarily like if her parents were dead or whatnot. Like I know Plo Koon found her and all of that. Um Plo Koon. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, I'm not ready. Nope, I'm, I'm not, not ready. ready either. Um, <laughs> thank God I took Friday off. Um, but like, if that were the case, where Ahsoka didn't have her parents or her family, like, and she wasn't found by Plo Koon and she didn't become a Jedi, like, she would probably be where they are now. Yeah. Um. And I think it takes Ahsoka some time to recognize this and get mm-hmm. off her Jedi high horse. <laughs> God, it's so high. <laughs> I, I feel like she figures out a way, though, to keep her morals mm-hmm. and still be understanding of their situation and also be able to use her, I guess, her just detachment from everything because she doesn't mm-hmm. have anything to lose. Right. You know, she doesn't have family. She doesn't really have friends. She's left her entire life that she knew (laughs) and she has, she has the ability of to make that sacrifice to just say, Hey, take me instead. Yeah. So I can uphold the morals that I believe in and I can give these women a chance to survive and hopefully do better. But also if they can't, you know, to just survive. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, I find that very, that's kind of interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know what kind I don't really, I don't really know what kind of message that sends, mm-hmm. but in the context of like our social political commentary, but I just feel like it needs to be brought up. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, the other thing I made a note about was when Rafa was being tortured. Oof. So I just need to say this because I mean, this is a kid's show. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I feel like it's not anymore, but whatever. And the fact that we already don't have a lot of women of color in Star Wars in roles that are complex like this, Rafa and Trace are excellent complex female characters. Mm-hmm. And um, we just don't have enough women of color to have them be treated like this yeah. <laughs> on screen and have it be okay at this point. Yeah. Um, and also, they are essentially poor people who are criminals because that's the only choice they have in life but they're also Mm -hmm. women of color and it's like all right we have this scarcity issue of like there's not enough of us for you to tell stories like this where this is like appropriate representation Mm -hmm. it's like the whole like poe is a spice runner thing yeah yeah make the latino guy a spice runner (laughs) like you know like if there were many latinx characters that were different types of people that you know had you know excellence and were in high positions of power and were complicated villains or complicated heroes that's different but we don't have that so right 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 it's just not great that these two i mean they are martez is their last name oh yeah (laughs) as latina um and like they're coded as Latina, they get into spice running, they are marginalized and obviously poor and working in the criminal underworld some level. Obviously, they're not deep in there because they're mm-hmm. very naive about it. But right. it's like, mm, what? I don't and And then one of them is tortured, like right. on screen, tortured. <laughs> like, yeah, can we can we not Star Wars? Can we have? Uh, sensitivity readers in the room. <laughs> no. I don't know. I just need to bring that up because <laughs> yeah. once again, 
inclusion is a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as much as I love this arc, it's still, it's like one thing. It's just something that needs to be, still needs to be talked about. Otherwise, nothing will change. Yep. The next note I have is of Ahsoka. <laughs> so uh, Rafa comes up with a plan because they're trying to, you know, get off the planet. They've escaped prison at this point. And Rafa tells Ahsoka to go disable the gate. <laughs> and Ahsoka says, that must mean you think disabling the gate is the difficult part. And it was so <laughs> Anakin to me. I was like, okay. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I love, like, Ahsoka's little... Um explain away moments like when Mm -hmm. she very clearly uses force and people are like what did you do like when um the bridge was was getting further and further athletic than i look yeah right like (laughs) (laughs) and then like when she finally she's a jedi they're like genuinely surprised like oh come on (laughs) really (laughs) well and it's really funny to you because rafa is like come on like you you don't make it we'll come back for you it's okay and then she's like out of here like leave her and then she jumps and they're like she's they're like oh she fell and she's like oh that's terrible like, oh no she died that's what really bad <laughs> oh god i fucking love rafa so much yes <laughs> my favorite hobbs mm. no hobbs yes no yes oh okay <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then I, my, in all caps, I wrote Bo-Katan right after this. Yep. So, um, I, so in, oh my God, you are so loud. Um, can you hear him? Yes, he's very <laughs> oh good. God. So in, um, I believe in the next episode after this episode that we're kind of talking about right now, um, a certain rebels character shows up that is related to a major rebels character. And Why can't we I bring not... it up? Huh? Why aren't we specifically bringing it up? Well, it's I'll, I'll explain in a second. Oh, so okay. I got really excited because I was like, Oh my God. And so I texted Kate Sidor from Boca Wars pod because she loves Ursa Ren and she's making a cosplay. Um, she's making her, I don't know if she's, she's making her armor, some armor cosplay mm-hmm. of Ursa Ren. And, um, I was like, oh, my God. And she told me that she was in this episode, and I did not. Well, how do you know that? <laughs> well, first of all, Kate fucking loves Ursa Red. Yeah, she so does. Of course she knows that. <laughs> but I was like, I, I, even on my rewatch, I was like, I still don't. I, I don't know why I should know this is Ursa Red. It's just a Mandalorian. They look the, they're all wearing the fucking same outfit. Like, I, I recognize Katie Sackhoff's voice because I've watched Battlestar Galacta like 15 times. But. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. why do I know this is Ursa Red? Do you know why? Why not? I don't know. <laughs> why should I know this? I felt really stupid. No, you don't need to feel stupid. I, I think part of it is just like, hey, they're going to know who Ursa Ren is if they've watched Rebels. So let's include her. Why the fuck not? I mean, I'm totally down for it. I was just like, I, I was like, when I was rewatching it, I was like, okay, Ursa Ren's supposed to be here somewhere. And I'm like, I guess she's one of these three people, but I don't know which one she is. And I don't know why I'm supposed to know which one she is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just felt really, I was like, oh. Easy. But um, I'm sure someone did a write-up somewhere and was like, Ursa Ren is in this episode. And oh my God. Well, I remember seeing Kate's tweet about it where she, I was really excited credits and thank god i sat through the end credits 
because oh. it, it says Ursa Wren and then whoever the voice actress is. Okay, uh, that makes sense then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Ursa Wren and Bo-Katan and some other unnamed man are there, and I screamed. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I was like, what are they doing there? <laughs> it's Bo-Katan! Well, and I remember, like, a long-ass time ago... Katie Sackoff tweeted something about like um, Disney is signing my paychecks yes. or something like that. And we were like, what the fuck does this mean? <laughs> yes. And this is what I, it meant. <laughs> I want more book tan every I want her in Mandalorian. Please. Oh, so bad. But Please. but the Darksaber is in someone else's hands. And so that makes me think that she's not alone. So <laughs> I'm reading a fanfic. <laughs> Who's surprised? No one. <laughs> A Mando fanfic where, um, you know, the, the dark saber ends up in Mando's hands and he goes mm. back to Mandalore. Well, Cara Dune. Well, no, I don't want to spoil the fic too much. Um, but Cara is very <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> prominent in this. Do you want me to send it to you? It's really good. Yes, please. It's very sexy. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ash was the one who recommended the, the first one to me. This oh, is I was going to say, is this the one that she recommended on pod? <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> so the one with the, the blindfold? To it? Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, he goes back to Vandalore and give it to Bo Katan and she's like, I don't fucking deserve it because <gasps> I was the one who lost it. Oh. Um, so oh, no. I'm hoping it's a situation like that. Oh no. And not Bo Katan is dead. Oh my god. If Katie Sackoff plays live action Bo Katan, <laughs> I'm going to die, literally. I'm going to shit a brick. I'm going to shoot a brick and then die. <laughs> and you know, you and I have been on the same different kind of cycles lately, so we'll probably do that too. So. Same bowels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, so my next note is MALL in caps. Mm -hmm. So this is what I wanted to, to save. to just Yeah. Now that we're nice and drunk. Yeah. <laughs> our, memories, yeah. our memories are great. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm a great. <laughs> so, I clearly did not rewatch season six because I don't remember the details around Maul and the Underworld. So, do we, we, do we know his influence with the Underworld at this point through Clone Wars, or do we just know that through Solo? I don't know. I assume through Solo. Okay. Um, I don't think Maul was in season six. He was in season five. Oh, really? Um, what happens yeah. in season six? That's all the, like... That's all the Ahsoka stuff, right? No, that is also season five. Um, what that's is all season of, like, six, then? <laughs> like the... <laughs> I need to pull up the episode. Like the Yoda drug trip, and Jar Jar has a girlfriend, and that's five season gets six? killed. Yeah, that's season six. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You okay. you psychedelic uh, drug trip. Darter has a girlfriend. Fives dies. Oh, oh. I don't. I did not know that the Jar Jar stuff was in six. I, I remember yeah. the Yoda shit and I remember the five shit. But for some reason. Okay. We all repress the Jar Jar shit. Just. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's I not thought that was trauma. in like season three or something. It is not repressed trauma. It is DLC trauma. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. But pretty much 
I, I feel like I, I have it's been a hot minute since I've rewatched season five, but we for the most part leave off with Maul is in control of Mandalore. Yeah, um, that's what I thought that that's all we knew. Yeah. So I don't I, I think we are to infer crime syndicates from solo. Okay. Because oh nope, that's in Caesar Mandal. Can't talk. Let me JKL. see. I'm on his wiki, his Wikipedia right now. Believing he had been cheated out of his place in the galactic history, Maul on a personal quest for revenge against Kenobi, blamed for his fate. Kenobi? <laughs> he used the galactic conflict as a, a, a oh my god, <laughs> galactic conflict as an opportunity to form his own criminal empire. Okay, the Shadow Collective. Mm-hmm. Through various alliances, which included the Pike Syndicate, the Black Sun, and the Hut Clan, and Mandalorian Death Watch. Their combined resources enabled Maul to overthrow the new Mandalorians and install a puppet government on Mandalore, which he was the, the strings. Okay, I don't remember that at all. You don't, <laughs> you don't remember him taking over Mandalore? No, I don't remember him you like using being like establishing his own crime syndicate essentially to uh, help, to get involved with Death Watch to overthrow Mandalore. I thought he just got involved with Death Watch. I don't remember. I don't remember. We'll have to rewatch it. Mm. Some fucking nerd out there is yelling at us that we're fake fans. So. You know what? It happened that a long can... fucking time ago, right? Yeah, that, that nerd <laughs> can suck my dick. <laughs> Did you watch Lego Star Wars? I don't think so, buddy. <laughs> Deep cut. Tell me the canon of that. All right. So that makes me feel better that you did also did not remember that. Because no. Then... Okay. I don't like Star Wars that much. <laughs> well, I really like Maul, so I feel really I know, sad I that know, I didn't I remember that. And I was like, wait, hey, am I supposed to know this? Like, Yeah, any of you um, Maul fuckers out there, which I know a lot of you, <laughs> speak up. Like, I have an oil painting of Maul. <laughs> like, Are you a Maul fucker? I'm a Maul fucker. Wow. I fucking love Maul. You this is what? the only reason why I like Solo. You know what? Because I Maul too, was in it. <laughs> I too would fuck Maul. I think like, he would let's... be a great fuck. I think so too. His mechanical dick would be amazing, <laughs> and I'm sure because his detachable parts, <laughs> because because he didn't have a dick for a long time, he's really great with his other appendages. So, oh, yeah, <laughs> and he's not fucking out of his mind. He has no filter. He has no, no. you know. Oh, I might need oh, to no, search we'll some that. your name fanfics. <laughs> Oh my god, did I ever tell you about okay total fucking tangent. Um you at, at the office, uh we have scissors because you know you do lots of crafts <laughs> with children. We have scissors. <laughs> Follow me. So we make crafts We're because we work with children. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> And so with my LGBTQ group, I was we were making identity boards. So I bought a bunch of magazines. You were supposed to cut it out, put it on a okay, piece of construction paper. That was your board. So I brought out the scissors. And some, one of the pairs of scissors had like a part where you could put your name in it. Mm-hmm. So that way you can identify these are my scissors. But <laughs> the placeholder is just your name. Yeah. And my fucking... Kids were like, oh, these are the fanfic scissors. <laughs> so that's what we refer to them as. And be like, who wants the fanfic scissors? <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Oh, I miss God. them. <laughs> Your clients are nerds. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then they make fun of me for being a nerd. Well, like one, so I always, <laughs> I always started group off with like you know we would do check in so you'd say your name your pronouns and then like where the SOS scale or what they requested it to be called the vibe check um <laughs> and then a, a a goofy question and so one of them was like your first questionable crush like oh maybe i'm gay question mark <laughs> um and i said mine was natalie portman and they were some of them were like i don't remember who portman is and they were like oh jane foster from thor and i'm like well you know like i knew her star wars and they're like a fuck of course you did, Abby. Shut up. <laughs> because Thor is just, not just as nerdy. Hello. Right. right. The, my, my LGBTQ. Especially the Thor just, movies that Natalie Portman was in. Yeah. There was just an excuse for a bunch of teenagers to make fun of me for an hour and a half. So. That's fair. That's what they do. <laughs> anyway. So, fanfic scissors. <laughs> we were talking about Maul. Why did... What was the we connection looking, to Scissor? We were gonna <laughs> look up your name fanfic. Oh, oh gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I was think, trying to think of like, how does this connect? <laughs> Maul has a scissor. <laughs> oh, God. Um, those are called, uh, oh, fuck, what are those called? I learned this in reproductive biology when I was in college. Oh. Hemipene? What? Let me, let me make sure. I don't want to Hemi- miss. Yes, hemipene. They are scissor dicks, literally. I- <gasps> did you Google it? I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're like snakes and lizards. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. This is not on a, a, a human. Does a snake have two wieners? <laughs> <laughs> Why are they so pointy? I don't know. Why am I looking at So the, the female reproductive tract of like snakes and lizards and stuff, it's shaped like that. So that's why wow. the penis is shaped like the hemipene is shaped like that. Wow. Yeah. Hemipene. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay. So now I'm looking at images because I'm interested because I'm like, what the fuck is this? Um, and then there's a picture of an alligator. Uh, from nationalgeographic.com and the uh, article headline is alligators are always erect. <laughs> so good to know. In oh case- god, this snake's penis is so aggressive. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why do we always there's come back two, to penises are aggressive? There's two hemipenes. Whoa, good for him. Black rat snake. Google it. Inverted hemipenes <laughs> of a black rat snake. There's two of them, and they are very large and very black rat. They look like flowers. <laughs> hemipene. Oh my! I told you. <laughs> Why do they need two? I don't know. Does can they do two at once, <gasps> or is that what the female Menage looks like? <laughs> Also, like where the snake peen comes out is not where I was expecting it. To. I'm <laughs> right where I was expecting it. This is a fucking snake, and they're just a string. <laughs> <laughs> they're a danger noodle. <laughs> danger noodle. I'm sure, Danny, if you're listening, can you teach us more about snakes? Yeah, um, I, have, I I should. Um, I think I still have my notes from my repro bio class 
from college. Mm -hmm. I should open them and see what kind of interesting stuff is in there because my teacher was kind of a freaky weirdo. <laughs> like oh, she was alarm. teaching us. She, I don't know why I'm talking about this on the podcast because I've had two <laughs> giant Modellos, but here we go. <laughs> so she was teaching us about um, cervical mucus, like mm -hmm. mucus that is in your cervix yeah, because it changes does. consistency based on your cycle when yes. you know, you're, you're fertile versus when you're not fertile. Yes. And she walked around with a cup full of this clear fluid and was like explaining the consistency of cervical mucus and was spraying this fluid at <gasps> us and everyone was like what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> and then she was like it's like the consistency of egg whites hello egg whites ha 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 it was egg whites but she did oh all of this God. and was explaining all of this before she told us it was egg whites and everybody was like Ugh! like trying to like lean away like she was like spraying her cervical mucus. Yes. I have a story about that, but I'm not going to tell that on this no. podcast. What? I will tell it on the Patreon. <laughs> so if you want to know, y'all want to know about cervical, cervical mucus spray, <laughs> I will tell it on the, our next Patreon episode. Well, for so you have to look forward to PTNs. Um. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's the type of professor that I had for this class. What? So yeah, there was a lot of great discussion about. Peens and hemipenes. Hemipenes. So I should look this up and we can have a hemipene <laughs> hemipene <laughs> section of the lousy beautiful town. <laughs> we, you know, when we first set out to make this podcast, <laughs> this is not what I imagined. <laughs> I was like, we're we're gonna be a serious podcast. I mean, our first our second fucking episode was about <laughs> online abuse. We're like, we're going to be serious. We're going to talk about Star Wars. We're going to be funny sometime. And then it all fucking went downhill when Annalise came on. <laughs> it really did. She ruined us. She ruined us. Um, oh, I feel like each guest that we've had has made us regress further and further <laughs> into fucking nonsense. It's made us progressively hornier and hornier. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Cool. Um, so, all, you know, but you know, what? all the women in non-binary cast are beautiful human beings. So it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have one last note about. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Party. We're talking about the Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> that I've been waiting to talk about and I totally forgot. When you started talking about hemipenes, that's your problem. I know that is my problem. <laughs> I have one last quote from Rafa. Mm. You act like a Jedi, or at least how I want them to be. <gasps> uh, yes. Which, hard same. Mm -hmm. And also, um, I can imagine Ahsoka being super heartbroken over that, because I can imagine she feels the fucking same way. And then she's going to go off with Bo-Katan and be a fucking Jedi commander Jedi again. She should be. Yeah. Oh. And I can only imagine how complicated her feelings are because she's like, <sighs> this path will lead me back to the Jedi. And then R Rafa and Trace are like, go be who you need to be. Oh, they're so supportive and wonderful so and, and gay. <laughs> like, this is like lesbian solidarity, right? So good. It's women so wholesome. Like women solidarity. They know that this is what she needs. <laughs> But it's mm -hmm. also going to be very painful. <laughs> Ow. I'm very much lo so looking forward to talking about the Siege of Vandalore. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> no. 
I think those episodes, I mean, this episode has been long, um, <laughs> but I think they're going to be very long because we're going to have lots of tears. Um, and yeah, so I hope y'all are ready for that. I'm and not, I'm, so. <laughs> no, no, I hope y'all are ready for it. Break your heart. Um, so yeah, if you too are looking forward to that. Is there anything else you want to say about Clone Wars? These mm-hmm. episodes of Clone Wars before we wrap up? Mm-mm. Okay. I feel like we will have so much more to say in the yes. next episode. Too. Cool. So oh, if, if you too want to be depressed and feel feelings. If uh, you want to be sad like us, because yes. we love to be sad. <laughs> we love to be sad. We do this to ourselves. We're in therapy. If you too want to be sad, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, and Stitcher. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at LBT pod. I forgot our app for a second. <laughs> it's been a while, you, to be you fair. You can email us at lousybeautifultownpod at gmail.com. Please email us. I miss getting emails. I haven't checked our email in the end. So, yeah, email us because we like getting emails from y'all. It's, it's nice. Oh, my God. We have exactly ni- exactly 69 emails in our inbox. <laughs> nice. Take a picture, please. <laughs> nice. Oh, God bless. Um, so, yeah. Jess, we're... <laughs> oh, wait, you can all uh, find us on Patreon. What are we fucking talking about? Uh, we are a lousy, beautiful town on Patreon. You should become a Patreon... A Payton. I think we decided that's what we call them. Um, we just... Last week, we did a... We only did a, a Patreon episode, which we have referred to a couple of times in this episode we called it the quarantineon <laughs> and which is a uh, pokemon we, yes we have uh, a one dollar a three dollar and a five dollar level all levels get you access to our discord um which more people need to post in and we have a pets of the pod section so you can see our pets all the time which is really nice and you can also share your pets uh and then people at the three and five dollar level also stickers and then eventually when we get merch rolling which we're hoping once maybe quarantine is all over it's kind of hard right now um it, actually, it really is we work will is have my ass i'm not meant to yeah. work from home no me either oh no me either this i'm having a really sucks. hard time this fucking <laughs> sucks like this is the one non-work thing i've gotten to do in, like forever <laughs> so Same. i fucking hate working from home yeah. um we will get uh uh merch rolling um we've also have like we don't have like set dates but we have plans to do more like live viewings of of movies that with mummy and it was a blast we have a list of episodes or uh that we want to watch live i think egypt is next (laughs) (laughs) and i've been um if i maybe i'll do this this weekend because i have a four-day weekend because i'm taking thursday friday off um i can I was I was I've been debating streaming some some vigigams uh <laughs> on the Discord, some chill vigigams. So either some Stardew Valley or some Lego Star Wars. So um, Jess. Also, oh, if you want to hear the follow-up story about my professor, her cervical mm-hmm. focus, you should join our Patreon. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. I'm sure you're very intrigued. And her cervical mucus. <laughs> sure you're intrigued um you can find wait you're asking me where you can find me right (laughs) (laughs) you never finished your sentence sorry yeah i fucking know (laughs) jess where can the people find you 
You can find me at Space Jess with four S's in the Jess. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Amelia. And, um, Hemi Peens. Learn more about <laughs> Hemi Peens. <laughs> and, uh, and clones and gay. Gay. Much <laughs> gay. Bye. <laughs> God, we suck. <laughs> God, we okay. You ready? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I was squeeze- like, <laughs> I squeezed the can a little bit when I took a sip, and it like rushed into my mouth. <laughs> I was like, are you all right? And all of a sudden, I just hear, plurp. Can I take Almost a break, break really quick? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we can take a Okay, I'll be right back. Break? <laughs> okay, bye. <sighs> okay, so now that Jess is gone, fucking finally, right? Um, we can have a, a quick, intimate moment. Me, you, the listeners. Um, just, just to say you and i would not say that if i weren't a glass of whiskey and one truly in because i don't want to be which is something i need to talk to my therapist about on thursday when i meet her 10 15 over zoom well not zoom it's a this is weird hipaa compliant thing whatever but i appreciate all of you and Jess is going to have no fucking idea <laughs> that I'm having this conversation until she's editing the episode later. And it's fucking great. I love surprising Jess. Let's all surprise Jess. Surprise. <laughs> oh my god, I hate myself. Um, so in addition to loving the listeners, I just also want to say, Jess, I love you. You are the best podcast co-host I could have ever asked for. And you are my best friend. And I appreciate shit. She's back. Um, okay, bye. Okay, I'm back. Yay! <laughs> Were you speaking? No! Oh, I you are having your own Abby show. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I was talking to the dog. Okay. Yeah. This is the end of Lousy Beautiful Town. Go fuck off.